be ready when she does. He said there's a storm coming. The true enemy won't lay out the storm. I personally guarantee you the bloodline will win. He brings the storm. I know. The next era begins at Kermanship. This rising storm, this storm is the new era. You may run the House of Ashes, but people seem to forget around here that this is the House of the Dragon King. You're gonna call yourself the Dragon King? Last time I checked, there are no dragons around here. But my friend, you could not be more mistaken. I am proud to be from North Carolina. So long as I beat the walker, I don't care. And now, Matt Rathlin presents Promo Series 7, Rising Storm. There's no more waiting it out. The storm has arrived. Welcome everybody to Promo Series 7 Rising Storm. This is your captain speaking on what might be the most unmissable non-promo mania event we've ever produced. I can promise you it's going to be more phenomenal. Rest in power, Jason David Frank. I am, of course, joined by the reigning defending match wrestling television champion, El Jefe, Moses Marquez. Buenos dias. How we doing? TV title world title all, all, all titles on the line today all the time everything's on the line pride um pride. it's i don't know how many times we've referenced it but obviously both your co-hosts are current holders of championships and we're both defending them this week and of course Jeez. we do have another title on the line we're also joined by two very special guests both with something to prove the straight shooting dc daniel crimmins and the reigning defending max wrestling knowledge champion the phoenix End of days, bitches. <laughs> well, you hope it's not end of days. I mean, you're on a damn good run with this title ring. Call it, uh, call it Larkin-like, if you will. Yeah, I mean, he's getting in that upper echelon. Speaking of Larkin-like. You said it's rising storm, right? So end of days. <laughs> end of days. I hear the bells. Mm. Top of the morning, DC. How you doing out there? Is it snow? Are you still snowed in? Uh, no, took us a couple days, but we, we, we make do. We, we just got rain upon rain. Well, we got about, we got about four and a half feet of snow in like two-ish days. It's weird for us. We either get, we either don't get any snow or we get it delayed until February or April. I feel yeah, we, so bad. No uh, warnings every year, don't we? Yeah. You know how guilty it's I April. feel Why right the fuck now? is it snowing? <laughs> they're like DC's over here He's dealing with seven foot snow Goddamn, great Kali snow outside Can't walk, can't go nowhere Fucking, you guys deal with snow Every other goddamn thing I gotta worry about 38 degree weather And the rain That's it, That's the, welcome to Southern California Man, well, how do you ever have live? <laughs> Y'all can have earthquakes out there So you got that Yeah, yeah. That's true. They're not as scared. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, you get used to them. This is why he didn't panic when Phoenix yelled, end of days. Hey, we've been there. I mean, how many disaster movies have we seen with <laughs> earthquakes in California? 
How many um, of them starred The Rock? Too many? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes a change from the jungle. Um, so speaking I mean, of reigning defending, <laughs> uh, I, of course, like I said, I'm also defending a world title this week against the lawyer Chad Malcolm and Travis Walker Anderson. But before we get into any of that, we're also here to predict Survivor Series War Games. War Games. And let's keep that momentum going on YouTube, especially this week. So remember to like and sub on YouTube.com slash Max Wrestling and follow us on social media at Max Wrestling UK. All right, so we're going to kick things off with some trivia. It is a promo series tradition that the knowledge title is defended in a winner stays on gauntlet. So uh, this is the sixth year of that tradition. So let me just do a recap of the last five years of results. 2017, there's going to be a lot of Mike in this one, by the way. Mike Larkin survived against Dave Angar and Roxy Toxic. 2018, Mike survived against the debuting Moses Marquez, the Kingpin, and Moni Lin. 2019, Mike Larkin survived against the Kingpin, Moses, Travis, Anderson, and the Phoenix. And then Phoenix kind of took over. In 2020, Phoenix forfeited to Alex Dorio. Alex then survived against the Demoness, Moses, and eventually the Phoenix again. <laughs> and last year, Phoenix survived against Travis, Chad Malcolm, and Moses Marquez. So it's pretty split, basically, between Mike and Phoenix. Uh, they're so no, they're no the pressure two pillars this year. right now. They are the okay. two. We don't even need two other pillars. We just got those two pillars holding up the trivia game. It works. What was the name of Jake the Snake's infamous pet python? Damien. Blue World Order and Right to Censor both featured which member? Steven slash Stevie Richards. At WrestleMania 14, how many tombstones did it take for The Undertaker to defeat Kane? Three. And Leon White was better known by what ring name? Vader. True or false, Kurt Angle lost both the European and Intercontinental Championships at WrestleMania 2000. It is true. In what year did Ron Simmons become WCW World Champion? I think it was 19... It was before 96, because that's when he arrived as Farouk. I'm going to have to go 94. Leon White was better known by what ring name? Pass. Vader. True or false, Kurt Angle lost both the European and Intercontinental Championships at WrestleMania 2000. True. Yes. In what year did Ron Simmons become WCW World Champion? Pass. In 2004, who did John Cena win the US title in his debut match? Who defeated John Cena, sorry? Carlito. Yes. Who was the only three-time Ring of Honor World Champion? Adam Cole. Yes. Who defeated Big Show by knockout at WrestleMania 24? Lloyd Mayweather. Yes. Time is up. Yes. And you scored four. Which means, holy shit, Beer has finally won the Knowledge Championship. Let's go, Beer! I, I can't. I may have put too much pressure on you with the recap. Too much. Come on, Leon. Why you don't know Vader? You, how you not know Vader? <laughs> Come on oh, now, player. What's your real name? The late, great Leon White. Yeah. Yep. All then, right. And then, um, and then, am I right to say it was 91 when he won that? 92, that sounds about right. When Ron Simmons I, I, never, done. I was close. Mo, I was going to say 91 myself. Mm. Ah, man. All right. So that's uh, Beer as new champion. So we go on to Beer versus Kinney. Question one. Leon White was better known by what ring name? That's Vader. True or false? Kurt Angle lost both the European and Intercontinental Championships at WrestleMania 2000. Um, that's true. 
In what year did Ron Simmons become WCW World Champion? I remember the, the celebration. So it was uh, 92. In 2004, who defeated John Cena to win the US Championship in his debut match? 2004 in his debut match, that would have been um, Carlito. Who is the only three-time Ring of Honor World Champion? The only three-time Ring of Honor Champion, uh, I'm going to say that's CM Punk. It was Adam Cole, so that's a score of four for Kenny. Now let's see how Beer does. Who is the only three-time Ring of Honor World Champion? Just gonna have to just name anyone. But Brian Danielson. Who defeated Big Show by knockout at WrestleMania 24? Floyd Money Mayweather. Which former Intercontinental Champion is cousin of Jerry Lawler? He's the honky tonk man. Stone Cold Steve Austin won his first Royal Rumble in what year? That was 1997. Who currently holds the record for most WrestleMania main events? I'm gonna go Triple H. It's actually Roman Reigns, so a score of three for beer, which means once again we have a new Max Rossin Knowledge Champion. Congratulations to three-time champion Kenny Killer, who will now have to defend against the captain. I think this is the first year ever that we've had two title changes back-to-back. At pro- well, it is the first time ever we've had two title changes back-to-back at promo series. I've been a 24-7 title, is it? <laughs> it, is, it, is the, it is this week. Um, So that means it's my first ever challenge for the knowledge title against the original knowledge champion, Kenny Killer, who is now a three-time champion. Damn. Uh, And of course, in the interest of fairness, Moses is asking my questions. Mm -hmm. I got some fun ones. How long do you get? Uh, 30 seconds. All right, I'll try to be my my fastest. Huh. I should have worded these better than all Let's get those brains going. Who defeated Big Show by knockout at WrestleMania 24? Uh, The only one I'm thinking of is Mayweather. Which former Intercontinental Champion is cousin of Jerry Lawler? The Honky Tonk Man. Stone Cold Steve Austin won his first Royal Rumble in what year? Technically it was 97. Who currently holds the record for most WrestleMania main events? Main events for WrestleMania, I would say Triple H. The first ever Elimination Chamber match took place at what 2002 event? Uh, the, the first Elimination Chamber um, took place at Survivor Series because my boy HBK won it that year, so I'd never forget that. Both Kurt Angle and Gable Stevenson won gold medals in the Olympics. What style of wrestling is their medal in? Amateur. Freestyle. Kazuchika, what was Kazuchika Okada's ring name in TNA? Oh, uh, wasn't it just Okada? Okato. Damn it. Uh, Bill Goldberg had a small stint in the NFL. What, what team did he play for? Vikings. The Atlanta Falcons. Damn it. The NWO's referee was revealed in 1996. Who was it? Uh, Baby Flair, Charles Robinson. Nick Patrick. Damn. Uh, boiler Room Brawl. I'll finish this one, and this is the last one. Boiler Room <laughs> Brawl aired in what pay-per-view in 1996? Um, was it Cold Day in Hell or Revenge of the Taker? Revenge of the Taker. SummerSlam. Oh. Congratulations to Kenny Killer, three-time knowledge champion, Jeez. back on top. Um, and I probably won't be doing trivia again for a while. <laughs> well, if you do, I just, just make sure I don't write the questions. <laughs> no, they were good questions. I just... I've been there. Well, I, I like, mean, 
Truth be told, and I will admit, nobody's going to know that they won freestyle wrestling medals. You know what I mean? Yeah, for like every question for me, it was like a toss up between two. So that I really could have gone either way. Uh, Vikings was Roman, right? No, no, uh, Brock. Act- no, both, believe it or not. Oh. Yeah, they and both played for the Vikings. I think oh, there we go. Ron Breaker e- briefly did. I uh, He was a Ravens. Ravens, that's right. Yeah, he was a Ravens. He was a fullback. Brock tried out for the Minnesota Vikings, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Offense, or what, defensive line. Didn't didn't Road Warrior Animals kid play for the Vikings? Yeah, that's Yeah, that's uh, oh, uh what uh no, the um, the Rams. Rams. That was uh, yeah, John Laurinaitis by the shockingly name. James, it was no, it was uh James, James Laurinaitis. There you go. James Laurinaitis, yeah, linebacker. Yeah, we we don't talk about Johnny Ace. No, we don't talk Johnny. Nobody's <laughs> talking about Johnny Ace. <laughs> Not unless there's some sort of controversy. People power. No, let's not do this. I even hate the guy every time he shows up on, like, fucking Total Divas when my wife's watching. I was like, fuck that guy. <laughs> All right, so didn't win an Alice title, but I still could win a Predictions title. So let's get to Survivor Ooh. Series War Games. War Game. Uh, we got five matches. Uh, one, two That's of it? them are singles. Well, I mean, we've we got two got... War Games matches. Okay. So they're going to take let's... up some time. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, and they they may add something on SmackDown tomorrow night. We'll see. But uh, let's kick things off with the SmackDown women's title, Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi. Uh, and I, I don't smell a title change. I'm no. sorry, Shotzi. Uh-uh. <laughs> it, it, it's going to be straight up Ronda. Yeah. Like, sorry, love you, Shotzi. I do. You're the bomb.com. Love the tank. Hope all goes well in the world. But you're not winning. You know, honestly, I think what they're going to build towards, it, it, it's going to be, uh, I'm going to say Becky wins the Rumble, and we're going to get Becky versus Ronda at uh, at Mania. And Why Becky's going to be the one to win the title. Finally. One as well. Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, it's only like a year overdue, two years overdue. Uh, I should have been at WrestleMania last year, but then we wouldn't have got Bianca and Becky, so I can forgive them for that. Which was fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. match of the weekend. Um, the I mean, yeah, is Bianca going to have like three straight WrestleManias of having match of the weekend? <laughs> Probably. I, I think she's this generation's Trish Stratus. Yeah, if not better. Uh, okay. Guaranteed Hall of Famer. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. other singles match is non title AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. PC Club. I mean, it's a shame they already got two War Games matches because this would have made a perfect one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, would it be mixed gender since they've just recently added the, the women to the rivalry as well? Yeah, they'd have Mia and Rio too. Um, I don't know if they're going to be out there. It's basically a friggin' lumberjack match if they are, but mm-hmm. AJ may have the OC and Mia Yim in his corner. Finn Balor may have all the Judgment Day in his corner, but it's uh, it's one on one. Is it Mia Yim or is it Mishin or however you pronounce it? It was Mishin. Now she's changed it back to Mia Yim. Oh yeah, it lasted all of a week. <laughs> it didn't it even last that long. Day. It was like a day, <laughs> like an <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> oh hey, we got it, this name change for you. Okay, we're gonna change it back. It didn't last long enough for WWE to send out the paperwork. <laughs> I mean, at least to their credit, when they realize it doesn't work, they change it back. It's not like Vince where it's like, no, 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 we're, we're standing. Oh, yeah, Vince would have stuck his nails in. 
like they could just like add a museum or something like that, couldn't they? Michinium, that 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 might have worked. I mean, we get T bar. Yeah. Thank heavens we dropped a T bar and now he's Dijack. Thank goodness. Looks like the big boss man. He really does. <laughs> he really does. I was like, bro, you look familiar in a weird way, but not like not like I know you as Donovan Dijakovic, but like who the like his dark fucking hair looks weird as shit. Like his like his fucking beard is hella dark. His hair is hella dark. I was like, I don't remember your hair being that dark, dude, but whatever. Whatever well, you he, do, do not have a hell in a cell match with Taker. Yeah, don't he's, do it. He, he's been on TV a while. Yeah, he yeah. has. He's been in catering for a long time, so maybe, long you know. Time. Well, like, again, as Daz said, just don't let Taker find out you got a dog. <laughs> <laughs> don't feud with Taker and don't feud with Al Snow. Mm-mm. Or the big show for that matter. Or the big, no, just, just, you know what? Maybe go back to catering for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, just don't eat the chili. And stay away from a graveyard and uh, don't, don't jump on a casket that's being dragged. <laughs> man, the boss man had a really fucked up second run. And he was beloved by fucking Vince at first, and then look what happened. Yeah, as, as soon as he changed the blue shirt for the black shirt, everything just went nuts for the big boss man. <laughs> it really did, though. <laughs> um, all right, so for the match... Considering we just found out or just realized that AJ hasn't won a singles match on pay-per-view in three years, I'm going to go with AJ. Yeah. Right? There you go. Shut the people up. It's really been that long since AJ's won a pay-per-view match? Singles, yeah. I mean, he won WrestleMania with Omos, but he hasn't won a singles match in three years. But who seriously had the time to go through three ish plus years of pay-per-views <laughs> looking at every single match he's like lost 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 like who did you why i'm gonna go with ringside news jesus christ it's usually them that stirs shit up they had like some fucking intern just like go through all the history <laughs> stan the thing with all this books that wwe probably has somewhere <laughs> yeah, okay. it was i mean today. it was mike today oh god <laughs> Or JB, what's JB doing these days? What a wasted opportunity. He should be on TV. Right. Um, so is anybody going with Finn Balor? No. Uh, now that they've added me a yeah, I think it's going to be going to go to the OC this time. All right. Full house for Styles. And, and to, to be fair, like, I, I don't think uh, Judgment Day's lost a match on a pay-per-view in, in, in a while. Like they'll lose on Raw or whatever, but they they win on pay-per-views. Yeah. Yeah, interesting factoid, because they get a lot of criticism for their booking, but in actuality, they've been booked pretty strong in terms of match yeah. type. Um, okay, so... You just need to not let Dominic talk. Oh, yes. No. Yes. Promo class. <laughs> no, just no. Just tell him to shut the fuck up. You can't fix... I mean, I'm gonna say it like this. I'm, I'm probably get slapped one of these days for it. But you just can't fix stupid. No. And he and he is. He, I call it blind, uh, blind happiness or whatever, blind bliss, whatever the fuck you want to call it. He thinks he's doing no wrong, and nobody's telling him, "Hey, dude, you should this," or "Hey, dude, you should that." So, his fucking ships. You know, what I mean, let it sink. In ring, he's not bad. He's not bad. Oh. He's not. 
And I've talked because if you you already know because I've told I talked about this with Daz many a times. If he was anything more than not bad, he would have garnered something by now. But that's the problem. He's the kid that jumped the NXT system, and he's on the main. And yeah. the the best thing he's known for right now is literally being a dollar store fucking Eddie Guerrero. And you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do you one better. If he was not the son of Rey Mysterio, he would have been future endeavored by now. I mean, where's yeah. fucking like, where's fucking Gar- uh, Hector Garza, Humberto Carrero? Where are them? Where are those guys? Where's uh, the the other guy? Uh, uh, drawing a blank on his name. Who? Humberto. Yeah. Humberto. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, the Thargos. What what happened to them? Catering. Are they in catering? I haven't heard of their release, but that's what I'm saying. You got guys that can talk. I think one of them's hurt. I feel like one of them's hurt. That's probably going to be Humberto, but it can't be that hurt. Come on. I mean, no one, been... knew, no one knew Ciampa was hurt. Dumb's been hurt. on the main roster for exactly 27 months yesterday. That is shocking and disgusting to hear. Two years. I remember Two years. That, uh, his first match with Ray, uh, his first match with Seth at SummerSlam, Ray initially didn't want him to do it because he didn't think he was ready. He's still He's not, not ready. ready. <laughs> Has he ever looked ready? I think you have to give the credit to that, for that match to Seth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the only and, thing um, Dom does well and even that's just relatively well as a frog splash. Well, and getting beaten up by Rhea Ripley, you know. Yeah, but I mean, he enjoys that. Like, like I say, if, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? <laughs> hey, <tell> me. <laughs> if your fucking dad is Rey Mysterio, and he knows every, if it's in your blood to that degree, the least, the least you should be able to do is a decent frog splash. Yeah. Everything else, I don't understand. Professional wrestling is in your fucking blood, dude. What in the fuck? Why is Braun Breaker, a dude who went from all I give a shit about was playing in the NFL to I am the biggest thing in NXT right now, and I never wrestled prior to this. And you're in the same situation, and yet I'm over here shining, and you're, I don't know, even know what. You're I think, a meme. I think maybe the hope is by putting him with Damian Priest and Finn Balor that they'll rub off on him. Maybe. What in the fuck does Damian Priest got to rub off off? Well, no, no, I mean that they will. Well, no, no, I understand, but I mean, like, I get the Finn rub. Okay, maybe you can get something off of Finn. What the fuck are you gonna get from Damian Priest? Some charisma. First off, half his charisma is because of the way he sounds and looks. Let's keep it funky. If I sounded and looked like that, my charisma. Bam, up here, boy. Also, I'd be getting the you-know-what more than you-know-whom. But anyway, <laughs> beside the point. But that, I just, I don't know. There's, I expected a hell of a lot more. Let me just, that's, I guess that's probably why this whole rant's going as long as it is. I've expected so much more out of this fucking kid. As so said, much more. If he was not Ray Mysterio's kid, he would have been a future endeavored by now. And he'd be wrestling in some high school gym somewhere. If. If. It's a shame he never did wrestle in a high school gym. He fucking maybe he fucking should. Yeah, I, I think moving having him on the main without an NXT run did him absolutely no favors. 
No. You had the you had the program with Seth. Okay, great, cool. But he should have gone to NXT for a run. Absolutely. And it's they're not doing any favors by calling him Dominic Mysterio. Like 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 Mysterio is a family name. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it's not. They're just rubbing it into you that, hey, it's Rey Mysterio's son. Okay. So? Like they did with Charlotte. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but, they, but they rubbed it down your fucking throat fucking times 100 because she is literally the carbon copy. Uh, I mean, at, at least initially she was just Charlotte. Yeah. But How then she started passed? doing the woo. Yeah, exactly. And then she wore the robe. And then there was the music remix. Mm-hmm. She still has that music, though, doesn't she? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's changed music since NXT. She's not going no. to. No. I don't think she's ever changed music, is she? No. Thank God. All right. So on to the only other title match of the night. Triple threat for the U.S. title. Seth freaking Rollins defending against Bobby Lashley and Austin Fury. Um, as much as I like this repackage of Fury and that they made absolutely the right call in switching him, mm-hmm. I don't think they should, like, drop the title straight on him. Not yet. No. Not yet. Seth is your one of your biggest fucking dudes. Having him hold that thing is the most ideal is the most ideal thing possible. Bobby Lashley, I I love the guy, I do, but I feel like hot potatoing him around with that U.S. belt isn't the thing. And it's and I only say that because I like him and I want him to be more. You know what I mean? I yeah. that's exactly why I say these things. I want more out of this. Problem is, is you can't get what happened. Brock and Roman. No, Bobby versus Roman. Oh, Bobby and Roman. I would love that. The problem is, though, is it's it's predictable because we know where it's going. Nobody beats Roman. Yeah, at, at least until Mania's over. Exactly, and I don't see and I don't see Bobby and Brock going at it for the U.S. title. Even though I honestly think that'd be badass as hell. Yeah. yeah. You want real prestige so... to that fucking U.S. title? There you go. I just fucking booked it for you. Here's the question, though. Since we all know, I, I think it's assumed that Seth is going to win. Who who takes the L? Austin. <laughs> Austin. It's got to be the kid. You know, a, a, a lot of people questioned ha- cashing in the, the briefcase on the U.S. title. I thought it was a brilliant idea. And I'll tell you why. Remember back when the briefcase started? What was the original storyline? Was that you could cash in on any title at any time? Mm-hmm. It makes it it makes it unpredictable again. Mm-hmm. Well, what title are they going to go for? Are they going to go for the U.S. title? Are they going to go for a world title, tag title, maybe? I dig it, but at the same time, I mean, it's this. It it also I feel like this brings it down. You know what I mean? Now it's not as important. Now we're not getting the edge moment. We're not getting the Seth Rollins moment, the opportunist moment. You know what I mean? Right in the middle of the big time main event, right after a grueling match, one of those, it's it's a, oh, I showed up for, for the IC title. Oh, uh, me and my buddy are now, we're going to go after the tag titles. It's it's To me, it's a tad weird. It's a it, tad weird. Because did the women have it too. You know what I mean? They only got one belt to go after. It was a good idea, but the execution was eh. Yeah, I think it would have worked better if he'd have actually won. Exactly. 
uh, the, the money in the bank is kind of like, you know, Mario Party, when you get the golden pipe, you yes. land right behind a star. That, that's the money in a bank. But unless you roll so a zero, you can't fuck it up. I was about to say, well, no, not only that, like, unless you got any coins, you know what I mean? What oh, you yeah, yeah. Get? You know what yeah. I mean? Don't, don't go down the pipe if you got no coins. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much saying, after I'm going to make a bold prediction on Rollins retaining, Fury has Lashley beat somehow. Rollins just comes out of nowhere with a, cu- with a curb stomp to take Fury out of the ring and pins Lashley. Bold prediction. That's a very heel move for when there's supposedly a baby face. And I'm going to do it's another baby face now. We're going to get Rollins dancing to the ring again. Apparently, according to like some fucking report of people who are actually listed as what, yeah, he's supposedly a baby face. And so apparently it's Bobby Lashley. Oh, yeah, Lashley's definitely a baby face. Oh, I, I'd put Rollins more as a tweener, but I mean, if Becky's coming back this weekend, then it makes more sense for them both to be a face. Because I always think it's a weird dynamic when you got when you know that they're a real life couple and everything, and she comes out there as a as a baby face, and then Rollins comes out there and he's just a dick to everybody. Well, she came back and she was the fucking wanna be him. <laughs> yeah, they were the drip couple. And then she and became she... kind of like Becky Gaga. Yeah, that was that, yeah, that was, was such bad. a weird gimmick. I'm so happy that even though I think it went... that was Vince then. I yeah, like so. Obviously, Triple H took over before SummerSlam, and then her last night was the night after SummerSlam, but you saw her sort of look more like the man right before she left, so I'm happy we got that glimpse. I imagine this is probably how it went. I imagine Vince was probably over at Triple H and Stephanie's house with dinner, and probably, you know, I got to imagine Triple H's kids were probably watching, like, Lady Gaga music videos, and he probably saw her, and he's probably like, that's it. That's it. That's what we're doing. Who's this lady gag gag? Yeah, Rick doesn't want to use his his nickname anymore, so we got to come up with something new. Big time Bex. God. Oh, damn it, that's money. The graphic was awful. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's never do big time Bex again. Never in a million years, please. So. Brain, you won't do it. <laughs> no. Again, I guess that's a full house for Rollins. Like it. We like it. This is this is sound like a pretty predictable Survivor Series. That's fine. Just be fun to watch shit. Yeah, predictable is okay, so long as it makes sense. A Survivor Series have hmm. traditionally been good shows in the yeah. past couple years. They, they often get slept on because they're one of the big four, and the other three are Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, and they're all huge events. I mean, um, remember Brock versus, versus Danielson? That was a mm-hmm. great match and a great performance from and it Daniel. Shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been. No, it had no right being that good. <laughs> Facts. A few years ago, Vince was on the verge of getting rid of Survivor Series. I don't know what he was replacing it with, but can can you imagine yeah, how great bad, balls of fire? Can you imagine how bad it, the gender versus Brock match would have been? <laughs> Thank God. Uh, I had nightmares of that, but, but now that I think about it. I mean, Jinder was kind of a big, sweaty, meaty guy. Thank God Brock said, yeah, no. I'm not doing <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> not happening, boss. You make me wrestle that match, I'm digging up the ring with a freaking tractor. Yeah, Paul Heyman cut a promo on him anyway the following Monday. 
<laughs> Heyman does Heyman what Heyman does. Exactly. Yeah, you don't tell Heyman what to do. He tells you what he's gonna do. So as far as War Games matches goes, I'm guessing the men's gonna be on last. So let's do the women first. Um, damage Control plus Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia, Michinim, and TBA, who, like, worst kept secret is more than likely Becky. Literally the worst kept secret. Unless, you know, there's another name that's rumored to be coming back soon. But you fucking say it. If you say it, she'll appear. (laughs) It's like like Candyman. It's worse than Candyman. I would rather be covered in bees. Well, you know, I, I think I just heard a, a woo somewhere. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, she's due a return. I mean, it's mania season almost, but she'd have to come back as a baby face, and she just doesn't work as a baby face because nobody likes her. Not anymore, no. Honestly, I think more realistically, we're going to see her at, uh, at Rumble. Yeah. It's fine. And hopefully she gets eliminated by Becky. She's number 30. We just hear a woo. And Beck is like, here we go again. Even ah, better, shit. Give her the uh, Bushwhacker Luke treatment. <laughs> Comes into the ring, right back out. <laughs> You're still strutting, though. <laughs> Santino treatment. Yeah, which was shorter? Was it Santino or Luke? Uh, Santino San- was the shortest. One second. Yeah. But Luke was the funniest. <laughs> I just carried on doing that on the way out of the yep. ring. Just kept, yep, <laughs> kept on whacking <laughs> It's just like, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> that it, it still kills me. Santino's was almost like he got in the ring and then someone hit rewind and he just went straight back over the top. <laughs> and then just like the pure, like the pure look on his face. But well, no, I, well, he was as serious as could be. I wasn't ready. What came first, that um, or, or Kevin Hart? Kevin no, Hart. he wasn't ready. Oh, shit. Santino happened way before. Okay. So did Kevin Hart see that? I think that's probably. a great that that is a great meme. I mean, you're probably <laughs> right, dude. Everybody that says they don't watch wrestling watches wrestling, and look what happens. The fucking world is full of wrestling shit. Well, I mean, Kevin's like best frenemies with one of the world's most famous wrestlers. This is the truth. Well, depends when you were born, actually. Hey, that Dwayne looks like the Rock. Don't you start that shit. <laughs> Okay, so for the women's, um, as shitty as the booking's been for damage control and, like, seesaw booking, I think it's got to be Team Bianca. Yeah. Absolutely. You can't have Becky come back and then lose? Kidding me? Now, if Vince were booking, yeah, it'd be damage control. I mean, yeah. It's almost like Vince booking the way they have been booked, to be honest. Yeah, but then he'd probably, like, bring back, like, Beth Phoenix or some bullshit like that and be like, oh, here's your return. Like, oh, well, motherfucker, what? Oh, Beth Phoenix is actually a good call. She's got unfinished business with Judgment Day. True. Oh, there you go. And Rhea Ripley's in the match. There okay. you go. Well, then, shit. Well, God damn it. Now you see, see now, I ain't going that way if that was the case. If it's Beth, then I'm absolutely going with the heels. There's no, you know what I mean? There's no reason... For them to fucking, you know, Bianca can take an L. It's not a problem. We've said this before. But if it's if it's if it's Becky, you really can't have that team lose because of the fucking big return. 
No, but I need, never even thought about Beth. It has to be somebody big, otherwise it wouldn't yeah. be this big mystery. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it was Beth, they would have announced it on Raw. Uh... Yeah. Like, it's got to be a full-time return. Media. Or social media, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, something... You, you gotta get you gotta get those YouTube views. You gotta get you know the the Instagram YouTube views. views. Like we know a little something about it. The retweets. <laughs> you gotta get that. Like no, we don't fuck with that. And the TikToks. There you go. That's where the money's at. Um, but I'm I'm sticking with Becky and I'm sticking with Team Bianca. Yeah, let's go with that. Any different? No. All right, we're still on a full house. Like I say, please, God, don't let Beth show up. Please, Lord Jesus. I mean, we love you, Beth, but we want Team right. Bianca to win. Eliminate Rhea Ripley. That that'll work. Because that works, yes. what, happened, what happened to Edge? What 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 injuries he got this time? Actually, I think he's filming something. Is Vikings coming back? No, no, that's done. Oh, then I don't even know. Oh. He's, is is he doing the goddamn uh uh Von Eric movie? No, he's doing. I think he's doing like he's playing like Hades in some like. I sound badass already. I think he's doing like they're making like a, if I I could be wrong, but I think it's like a Percy Jackson kind of thing for Netflix, and I think he's playing Hades. Oh, is this better than Percy Jackson? I don't give a shit. I didn't like Percy Jackson. I wanted to like Percy Jackson. I didn't like Percy Jackson. They tried to turn it into Harry Potter. Yep. Ugh. And it is not. Harry I wonder how long Becky's going to take to film Young Rock because she got cast as uh, Cindy Lauper or something, didn't she? Oh, she had been like filmed that episode. shit. Oh, yeah, she, that, that part's done already. Was it just like one episode? Yep, that's so. it. Ah, okay. um, yeah, I don't think we've seen Edge actually since Extreme Rules. So he just like disappeared after Beth took the concerto, but his contract, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, what? Well, yeah, it's that. He's supposed to be done at some Toronto pay per view. What pay per view is that? I think it's SummerSlam next year. Oh, next yeah, yeah. year. That's, that's okay. he's pretty much confirmed that's when he's retiring. So this motherfucker's um, about to take two months off. Watch. Yeah, I mean, and for what? I mean, surely she's recovered by now, kayfabe. What they they're exchanging it. That's what it is. Instead of having an Edge come back, bam, there's Beth. There you go, motherfucker. Yeah. Go home. Oh shit. What if they, like, give her, her his music? Oh, God. Gonna have Beth and Edge team up against two members of the Judgment Day. Yeah. Yeah, just do it on, like, Raw. We'll get, like, uh, Edge and Beth versus Dominic and Rhea. That's disgusting, but all right. <laughs> it's predictable. Oh, boy. I mean, um, if Edge can't make Dominic look good, I, I don't think anybody can. I'm trying to think of somebody that can make him look good. Uh, oh, you want to know who would? Ishii. Ishii makes everybody look good. True. They ain't bringing him in, though. Hell, they don't want that smoke. No? So, men's main events. Um, I, I would say it's predictable because obviously Roman's in the match, but there's also rumor. Well, not, not so much a rumor, more just like people guessing. If Sammy's going to turn, if Kevin Owens is going to join, if KO and Sammy Zayn are going to rejoin forces. Didn't Kevin Hurt 
He w- no. Well, I mean, he, he's he's healed enough to come for, back for the match, okay. but he was like he was the fifth guy. Okay, I was about to say I could have sworn I, I had overheard that he was hurt, but all right, as long as he ain't hurt, hurt. No, no. Yeah, he he healed in time for the match. Okay, you know, I, barely. Just barely. I think this is gonna go one of two ways. Either typical bloodline win, hmm. or if they lose, Solo's not taking the loss. If one of the Usos takes the loss, it, it, it's going to be Jay. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> and, or Sammy. It's going to be Jay or Sammy that takes the L. If Jay takes it, it's going to be because Sammy accidentally, you know, nailed yep. it. I like that. Sammy's going to start to cost him little by little. Uh, honestly, I don't think they're dumb enough to break up Sammy and the Bloodline just yet because they are over as fuck. No, but you can get that fire boiling. You can get it boiling, yeah. I think what you do, you have Sammy get the win. Oh, that'd be big. Steal the win from Jay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. that, yes, dude. That'd <laughs> piss him off. You know what? I like that a lot because, I mean, rather than, because that's what I really think it would it would work better. I don't think anybody really wants to see Sammy go that route and be the bad guy. But mm-hmm. I really think we could expect Jay to finally fucking snap and say, I'm done with this shit. So I, I like that a lot. Now, yeah. I think you got to have some kind of insane spot. So maybe Jay jump Duke does a big splash off the top of the cage. Uh, yep. And then and, you know, I see because you know they always roll off, you know, holding their gut, because why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And then Sammy just sneaks in and gets the one, two, three. That's it sounds as ideal as can be. Is it predictable? Sure, why not? But that's great. That is great. And you know what? End of the day, everybody's feeling oozy. <laughs> the, the memes have been great. Memes yeah. have been fantastic. Sammy's oh, been great. So what's that segment over and over again? <laughs> so it's gold, baby, it's gold. I, I only one we... who did, only one who didn't crack up was Paul Heyman. Paul's a professional, and I swear, and he has got. I kind of understand how he doesn't break. I, think... I mean, it's been it's been multiple times that these guys have been on film breaking. Like was it was it Jay that broke? What was it last week? And every like he literally had to turn away and couldn't stop laughing. He had to walk. He had to walk out of the segment. I I think Paul was just smiling in the background, and he, he and he was probably thinking this Sami Zayn is fucking money. Oh hell yeah, he's this guy's fucking great. You know it's something when even Jim Cornette approves. Oh damn. Look, I, 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 Corny's, Corny's approval is, is always welcomed and well-respected. It's when he shits on your shit is when you need to kind of like, that's when it, you kind of like need to look, you need to shift through it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, it's shocking. Like when he actually likes something, it's like a lot of times, okay. a lot of times when he gives it a thumbs up, it really means it's good shit. Such good shit. So I guess, I mean, this is a full house for all five matches for Survivor Series from the four of us. We'll see what anybody else thinks. Um, I'm, sh- so I'm we sure all, we, we're either all champions, we're all losing. Right. I'm sure Travis will pick some different ones. He usually does. 
just an asshole. That's why. I, <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if they add the an IC title match. Please. Yeah. Fucking but please. I, I think the final is on SmackDown. I think it's... I think it's uh, Strowman versus Ricochet, I think. Oh, jeez. Oh, for the World Cup or whatever the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wait, no, 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 no. I think that's like the following week. Yeah. It'll be the next paper. I think it'll be TLC. Well, it let us know when you're Ricochet. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to laugh if they make Braun lose to a flippy guy, as he calls it. That'd be amazing. Please. <laughs> Dude needs to eat some humble pie. Yeah, Uncle he Paul, does. Serve that pie, homie. Just beats, he just beats Omos, and he gets beat by a flippy guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do humble it. pie. Do and then make him work the indies. Oh, that's terrible. Make him control his narrative. Oh, it's sweet. <laughs> They're putting out a comic book. <laughs> I was about to say, is anybody still controlling the narrative? Because last I saw EC3 went nuts. Don't you have to know what the fucking product is to even have a goddamn comic book? Yeah, I'm just saying. I, you, fuck. Half the people don't know what CYN is. I don't even remember what it is half the fucking time. And you got a goddamn comic book? You you know that a Triple H called EC3, EC3 would jump at the chance to go back. Oh, fucking ain't right. I think mean, CYN needs to add a T to the end and change one of the other letters. You're telling me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're not going to last much longer anyway. So that's Survivor Series done, and the storm rolls on. It's time for our television championship match. It goes back to Promo Slam at the end of July. Moses issued an open challenge. The challenge was accepted by Cypher. However, he was jumped during his promo by Moses and Travis. Thus, Moses declared for the House of Ashes. Boo, everybody boo. Well... Now we come to the first TV triathlon, which will be a promo bout, a trivia bout, and another promo bout to decide the TV champ. Feet never left the ground, baby. He's been saying that for weeks. Let's take a look. Okay. you last week cypher that i would win a triathlon without putting my feet on the ground but today today marks a day that will go down in the history books as a day you learn exactly what it means and exactly what it takes to become a champion here in max wrestling i have seen your work i've seen your past promos your trivia battles i've seen everything you've given to this brand and quite frankly i'm disappointed You've received hype and recognition from past champion after past champion after past champion, and you've turned out to be all guts and no glory. That is exactly why you have no gold around your waist. I remember at Promo Mania this past year when you attacked your brother Travis the Walker Anderson 
when you broke into his house and you laid him out all in the name of this so-called jury and what has happened since. You are nothing but a mere henchman to do the dirty work of the goddamn lawyer. Travis and I, whether you want to believe it, and yeah, you know exactly who I'm talking about. If whether you want to believe it or not, we are the most dominant force separated. We are the two most dominant forces in all of Max Wrestling. We do not need handouts because we have built our own path. We have laid and paved our own road. We do not need contracts. We do not need court hearings. We do not need to follow this so-called law to get what it is we deserve. Once we've considered ourselves outsiders, I guess when you really think about it, we're a little bit more like outlaws, modern day outlaws. Travis stalked your bitch ass and he took his crown that you stole from him with the walker's claw. Did the jury find justice for you? Did the jury find, did the jury form a court of a hearing for you? Or was it yet is all swept under the rug? Legality aside, did they even bother to call you and see if you were okay? Travis laid you out. No. Not a phone call, not a text message, not a DM, not a TikTok. Nothing. Radio silence because they don't give a shit about you. Does it bother you? Does it upset you that they require your help and instead you are handed nothing? Yet Phoenix is handed it all. His hands are clean, all yours. Is he even a true member of your so-called jury? The jury only ever wanted to distract you from teaming up with Travis. Let's be honest, it's brotherly love, and they're willing to rip it apart. Let me tell you something, Cypher. As nice as I want to be, let's be honest, you don't stand a chance against him. Travis is going to humiliate Chad and the captain. He will bring home that beautiful world title. He will wear it proudly around his waist. Just like how I'm going to put you in your fucking place. I'm going to humiliate you. And I will continue to walk around with this very beautiful television championship. Just know, Cypher, we could have been something great. We, together with the people that I know and the power that I wield. Not only could I help elevate you as a competitor, but together, you, Travis, and I, we could destroy the jury. We can tear down their so-called laws of establishment. Ah, but who am I kidding? You would never be willing to step outside the light to step inside the dark shadows where the law can't find you. Quite frankly, you don't got the balls to step out and play with the big boys. And that's why at the end of this triathlon, I will remain your Max Wrestling Television Champion. And you will remain the jury's water boy. <sighs> Sucks to be you, man. This 
was your only chance at gold, and you just blew it all away. Moses, you're absolutely right. All my life, I tried to do the right thing. When I signed that contract that Chad gave me, I was supposed to have a guaranteed shot at the TV championship at Promo Slam. But what the fuck happened? I got attacked by the fucking walker. And where was the jury? Nowhere to be found. You know what? Fuck it, Moses. Fuck it. You win this round. You're having a match against my boy Moses. You honestly didn't think that I would not show up, did you? But that's besides the point right now. You're still Uncle Corey to my kids. And I can tell something else is bothering you. Man, I told you. I ain't got time for your shit. I've been busting my ass for years trying to get gold. And I still haven't gotten gold yet. I'm supposed to be part of the jury. But supposedly, I'm not oozy enough to even get the goal to even be champion. Moses is right. I ain't got what it takes. Corey, I was the one that brought you into Max Wrestling. I would have never have done that if I didn't think you had what it took to stand with the very best. It's just you cannot always be goody-goody two-shoes Corey the Cypher, you know? Sometimes you got to bend the rules and be almost like a outlaw. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because that's what Moses said too. Welcome to the trivia portion of the triathlon. To ensure fairness, Chad will deliver Corey's questions and Travis will deliver Moses' questions. Challenger will go first. Okay. What is the name of Ric Flair's daughter? Charlotte. Okay. WWE's AJ Styles used to work for Dixie Carter. What was the name of her company? TNA. The premium live event, Clash at the Castle, took place where? United Kingdom. Wow, that was fast. Kenny Omega is the current WWE Universal Champion. True or false? False. Okay, which former UFC fighter defeated The Undertaker's WrestleMania streak? Brock Lesnar. Oh, you seem confident with that one. Name the three members of AEW's Death Triangle. 
Penta, Ray, Phoenix, and Pac. Cody Rhodes is the son of which wrestling legend? The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Kurt Angle asked which Impact Hall of Fame member the permission to use the ankle lock? Ken Shamrock. Okay. Name five current Bullet Club members. Austin Ace, Chris Bay, Jay White, Herculeo, Fantasmo. Well, the infamous Hell in a Cell match between Undertaker and Mankind took place when? June 28, 1998, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. Wow, great job, Cypher. You got all of them right. I didn't think you had that in you. Package. What's happening, brother? Oh. Now that's interesting. Can't wait for Podcast Promo Rumble 8 coming to you in January, our first special event of 2023. We will, of course, predict the Royal Rumble and who knows what will happen with our championship matches. Who knows what even happened at the end of the triathlon? I'm not sure what happened to Moses' trivia but or round three, but, you know, I believe in Cypher. Finally winning some gold and bringing it home to the jury. But again, I also got to believe in my co-host, so I'm on the fence. Nobody called me yet, boy. I tell you, that's all I know. <laughs> well, all right then. Um, Trav. What's going on? You, you were the one talking to Corey. Let us know what's going on. Um, still to come, DC versus Mike Larkin and your unmissable world title main event. But first, we're going to talk some AEW from last night and this Michael past Chuck. Saturday. Correct. Year. It's Michael Chuck. Oh, the Chuckster. That, that's the match just right there. There um, it is. So yeah, um, Full Gear was the predictable main event, but very, very welcome. MJF finally on top of the mountain. Um, the finish was unpredictable. The finish was very unpredictable. I mean, in retrospect, we should have seen it coming, but I don't think anybody did. No. It was one of those brilliantly, yeah, they pulled the wool over our eyes, and it was, damn, how do we not see that? Like, the instant I saw William Regal... Um, Actually, when he was walking to the ring with Mox, I thought, whoa, I wonder if Regal's going to get involved somehow. But then he comes out, like, towards the end of the match, and, yeah, he's he's definitely causing some shit. I, what I kind of was expecting to happen was, you know, the, the classic, we've all seen it in a hundred different matches. You know, he goes to toss Mox the knuckles, MJF mm. catches him and uses uh, Interception. Yeah. 
But now this was directly to MJF. MJF uses him to knock out Mox. Um, and of course, he, he made the point of, I told everybody I was going to win it clean, and you were all stupid enough to believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I'm going to make a bold prediction here. I, I, I know we all like using that phrase. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Chad. I think what we're going to end up seeing is a new stable. Yeah. It's going to be William Regal, MJF, Brian Danielson, and Wheeler Yuta. Oh. I didn't call Yuta, but I did see a little heel turn from Brian last night. That's what what got me thinking that's what we're going to see. I think what's going to end up happening is you know... Mox is going to want to get to Regal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to end up turning on Mox. They're going to beat him down. And that's going to allow him to take a vacation. Because, you know. Thank he you, earned it. Thank you, Phil Brooks. <laughs> right. Mox is more than earned. He's earned double vacation time. Um, yeah, I, I also love how Mox kind of paraphrase the Lion King, basically run away and never come back. Right? I was like, oh, okay. And now there's I, all kinds of speculation that he's gone and he's, oh, he's going back to WWE? No, oh. he's not, you idiot. Yeah, I, I had a, a Doctor Who moment just going, hang on, that's the Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you caught it because I was like, why does that sound? Because I was like, the entire oh. time I was like, that line sounds familiar as shit. Because it's the best Disney movie ever. True. Worst live action remake, though. Yeah, I don't know what went wrong there. You you even had the great director. Beyonce was probably not a good place to start. Well, it wasn't even that. To me, it was like you have the the best song in the movie, Be Prepared. And they turned it into just a speech. Yeah. Yeah, they never did. trust the remix. <laughs> I mean, the cast was solid. It was a solid cast. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Uh, especially Timon and Pumba, they sounded exactly like the originals. Nice. Even though you can't really replace Nathan Lane. Um, but yeah, we're getting away from this one. Uh, Max, I blame you. So, like, there was no, like, on the fence on Dynamite. Regal just was out there full heel. Full heel. So uncouth. And Chicago was so unforgiving. First off, I, I, I love Chicago for that exact reason. I love them. They are unapologetically themselves, and it's fantastic. But they were a bit dicky last night. Well, you know, to, to be honest, like, there are certain crowds, like, every wrestler will tell you. It's like, it's like New York, Chicago, mm-hmm. and L.A., like, Staples Center, like those three crowds are absolutely savage. Like you talk like and not even like like Brooklyn, MSG, like Chicago, like the fans are nasty. Yeah, they were definitely nasty last night. Um, Fucking they Especially like when Brian came out and he starts talking about his dad and stuff, and they was the crowd was still being very hostile. They called in. What did they call him? Like a, they they started chanting bullshit. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, 
You he really out there talking me. about his dad dying. Exactly. You're calling your chain fucking bullshit. I'm like, that was messed up. Hmm. Take it uh, easy, shy time. There was that match with Braun and Roman and uh, Rosie had just like just died like days prior. And then after the match, uh, Braun's like beating the shit out of Roman and the fans are shouting, you deserve it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember right? that. Fans suck. Fans <laughs> do suck. <laughs> you and you're saying that he deserves a beating. Uh, I mean, that, that's how these motherfuckers roll. They think that they they control the narrative. How oh, you see what it did there? Like I said, like I said, put a T on the end. Never say those words ever again in the, in the same back-to-back order. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I actually wasn't expecting to see Mox. I thought, like, after full gear, he's going to take some time off, finally go on that true. vacation. But no, he, he's coming for Regal's blood. I'm telling you, it, it's going to be Danielson turning. It's going to be Yuta turning. And we're going to get Danielson, Yuta, and, and MJF with Regal. I'll take it. I'll take it. I kind of get the feeling more of like Yuta is kind of like Claudio's little brother. Eh, a little bit. A little bit. I, I see Claudio as the only one not going along with it. Oh, yeah. he he's He's a man of honor. No pun Literal. intended. I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and just MJ, the balls on MJ after not even show up to the post show after winning the fucking world title. Love it. I'm about to say that. <laughs> that that's just called being the man right there. Um, I said it was either that or do what CM Punk did. Which is? Where he called out the entire roster and just called... Chaos <laughs> I wasn't sure if you meant that or just sit at the table and eat muffins. There you go, right? <laughs> no, Junk Junkie did that. Jungle Boy also um fucking career performance at full gear. Yeah, you're right. In the match and at the fucking press conference. <laughs> but yeah, the cage match was awesome. Um I'm not sure who to praise more, Jungle Boy for his performance or for Luchasaurus for, you know putting him over so much, so well. Right? Even Luchasaurus looked good. Yeah. Looked like an absolute monster for the and first time in a while. Doesn't he have a nagging injury, too? Yep. Luchasaurus back, always injured. Back injury, right? Uh, I want to say that's right, yeah. That's from carrying Jungle Bar on his shoulders so much. Uh, well, yeah, that's fucking I'm carrying another grown man. he leans down at the back, and he sort of pulls him back up. It's like, I get the guy's fucking little, but that's, you're carrying another grown man. <laughs> he He may be little, but the hair's not. No, it's like 40 pounds um, of hair alone. I am jealous of that hair, as you know, <laughs> as y'all can, can understand. That shit flows. Yeah, it does. Um, that is full-on Tarzan hair. But speaking right. of the cage match, I want to know who the fuck designed that cage. Yeah. What that was, was with, uh... like, the overstep? Yeah. So, <laughs> that I didn't, like, I like that the cage looks different from, like, what WWE uses. I like that yeah. it looks different. But that overstep was just weird. You're telling me. Like, you have to step in and then down? Yeah. And also, they had to put, like, an extra step on the stairs to get to the cage yeah. door. Because it was, like, two feet away off the apron. Love it. Could you me. not have put, like, the door on the bottom and then put, like, an extra frame along the top? I don't... Who designed it? 
Don't worry about it. You just fucking climb that bitch, all right? Was it, was it the same guy that designed the exploding ring? Was it Kenny? All right, they're like, hey, Kenny, do me a favor. <laughs> draw a cage on this on this piece of paper. You got it. <laughs> oh, wait, we go. got a bit of a gap at the bottom there. No, no problem. There we go. Okay, yep, I'll fix that. <laughs> but uh, other, than, other than that, it was stacked from... I think this is like the first pay-per-view in a long time that I've stayed up for live and didn't even feel tired once. I was entertained wow. from start to finish. Yeah, like everything was great. I would say Jade has greatly improved. Yeah. Yeah. And Nyla looked good. I mean, if you had to say there was a sour point in the entire show, that would be it. But I wouldn't I wouldn't even really say that. It just maybe it just wasn't the thing that you really cared that much about, but it was still it was still a good match for what it was. Yeah, yeah. and thankfully it was one of the two shortest matches of the night. And Max. I will say I thought it was awesome. Like me being the uh, '80s cartoon fan that I am, I, I dug Jade's outfit. Thundercats. <laughs> yeah, this is a theme now. She's doing cosplay at every pay per view, and it's very welcome. Well, yeah, because I think that was what she she was always doing that shit beforehand. Yeah, yeah. I know she used to cosplay as Storm all the time. Like people, I, mean, I can see that. Like, she's a she's a nerd. She's one of us. One, one of us. One of us. One of us. Had to do it. <laughs> I know. Uh, who who else can she do next? She's done She Hulk. She's yeah. Yep. Thundercats. Yep. You know fuck, what? Fuck she, it. Do Storm. She could do uh, like a Black Panther. The Black Panther. You know, she could do that. Oh hell yeah! You know, I, I kind of thought she would have done that because you know the movie just came out. Yeah. True. Um, and let's go to Moses straight up for this one for the elite return. Uh, I'm not sure if we said on the show, but I know I definitely called them coming out to Kansas. And when they did, I popped like a motherfucker. It was glorious. The, the only way that could have been improved, come out in a 67 Impala. <laughs> just, <laughs> just add it, baby. Just add it. You know, t- Tony's got the money. They they can do two car entrances. Well, I mean, that was the whole fucking reason behind the uh, well, not not the entire reason, but that was one of the big reasons why they did it. They even mentioned it in the tweet later on that they were giant fans of fucking Supernatural. Yeah, but it, to, for for me, it's all the little innuendos in the lyrics. Yeah, I'm like, I fucking love this. I love this. Now, and then Chicago crapped all over him, obviously. Yeah. And then they crapped all over Chicago. Well, crapped all over CM Punk. Ah, now, I know Kenny's your boy, but he's he said let it go. And then and they then go he, out there. And then he and goes out there and he bites it. a man. He bites and the he man. Uses the GTS. That was a nail in the coffin. That one. <laughs> no, like the biting. The the biting was that. Can, I was dead. <laughs> fuck the GTS. I figured that was going to happen. I expected that to happen. The biting. That that but, sent me over the top. You could almost glaze over the biting because it is a, a classic heel move. You know, bite your opponent behind your ass back. That's fine. But, like, there is no excuse for a GTS. That was full-on deliberate. That's CM Punk's move. We're in Chicago. Fuck it. I'm hitting the GTS. I mean, I, I could have I think WWE did that, you know, after he left and they were in mm-hmm. Chicago. Yeah, I think Hideo did it in NXT. <laughs> Yeah, that, and then I'm pretty. What didn't wasn't it Brad Maddox or whatever the fuck that was always dressed up exactly like him? 
exactly oh, like him. The no. whole he had the same kick pads, the same trunks. He even taped his wrist the same. Let's also not forget that epic Paul Heyman promo where they're in Chicago and cult of personality hits and and it's Punk's Titan Tron there. He comes out and you think, oh my god, they got Punk to come back, and it's Paul Heyman. Fucking with them because uh, that was the night that they the fans had threatened to hijack the show. <laughs> so, so Heyman just was like, you know, Dude. just send me out there. I'll fuck with him for half an hour. I don't care. <laughs> that that was also huge though because there'd been no reference to CM Punk. They'd erased him from history for what was it, a couple of months, mm-hmm. and then they're in Chicago. And not only did they use the music and the Tron, but like. That was troll job enough, but then Heyman actually acknowledges his punk. Mm-hmm. And you have Heyman actually does the it's clobbering time. Sitting <laughs> with his legs crossed. Which for somebody like Heyman, that probably was not easy. No, sir. No, sir. Age and stature. Hey, even I can't cross my freaking legs like that. I mean, okay. I can do it, but it's going to be harder than hell to get back up. <laughs> That's what I was just been to say. I was like, yeah, you absolutely crisscross applesauce. You got it. But are you helping me back up? You know what I mean? Because otherwise I'm laying down. Give me a pillow and a blanket. We ain't going nowhere, Jack. Give me something to hang on to to pull myself back up. <laughs> the things we do for fans. We're fucking. You, we ain't that old shit. <laughs> you may not be. <laughs> Trust me. The shit I've gone through, I feel old. All right. Trust me. It's um, so where it's the money's at. I think I'm the oldest one of the four of us here. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, but there's not that much of a gap between the four of us. But um, shame Chad's not here. Chad, Chad's always the baby of the show. Yeah, he is. The fucking guy. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so two for two for uh, Death Triangle. Surprisingly. Yeah. Like elite, elite come back and take the L. We go to match two of the best of seven series. They take another L. Um, and just got to say, I'm not the biggest fan of best of seven series, even when it's singles, never mind trios. So when they first announced this, like the other night, I was like, ugh. But I'll say this. That the greatest best of seven series, and Mo, you can back me up on this, WCW, Chris Benoit, and Booker T. Absolutely classics. Can't go wrong with Booker T and Ben Wall. Yeah, that they were putting on banger after banger after banger. Yeah. I was, I was, I thought you were going to say uh, something a tad more older. It was, uh, but I was, I don't want to say it was an actual best of seven series or they just wrestled each other all the time. But David Finley, or not David Finley, but uh, Fit Finley and, and uh, William Regal. Oh. They just wrestled each other a whole bunch of times. Oh, I thought it was a best of seven series. Every other goddamn time or turn around, it's the same fucking match. With this, this whole. Trio thing, it's gonna end up with uh, Phoenix splitting. Uh, I'm just gonna say, I remember Booker and Benoit having like a best of seven series in WWE in like 2006, 2007. Yeah, I tried redoing it, but it just mm-hmm. didn't. Same. Yeah, Orton. they also did a best of five with Booker and Cena. And uh, Orton, I don't to, remember that at all. Booker's Booker got injured. Yeah. <laughs> the the Booker Cena one was for the U.S. title. And I think they did two or three of them on house shows. So they just like showed nice, the results bro. within like a week. Because fucking we all get the house show life, right? God damn. 
another. Yeah, but they actually had footage of it. I mean, all right, I mean, so you could at least see the finish. Bastards. <laughs> and then you and you don't just get a blurb on WWE.com just saying, "Yeah, RT defeated Chris Benoit." Bring the series up to whatever the count is, or a tweet. A tweet's even worse. Oh, Booker T or, just beat uh, John Cena. It's now two one. Or a Periscope video, if that's even still a thing. What was what was the thing they did? Uh, what was Periscope? Like the Periscope got bought out. What what was that video platform WWE tried to get all the fans Periscope. to use? I was going to say Periscope. Periscope. It was, was that, yeah. there was another one. TikTok, I think. No, there was a yeah. He's right. There was another one. I, I, I can't remember. It it was kind of like how TikTok is now. It's exactly how TikTok is. Uh, I think it also began with a T. T- toot, toot, tout, tout. Oh yeah, tout. Ow. That was awful. What a stupid error that was. Because I think uh, they bank. I think Vince bankrolled it. I think so. I just remember like all the dudes would make fucking promo videos with the fucking logo on there. I'm like, why the fuck y'all using the app to make promos? They wanted yeah. them to do it that way because they uh, they were uh, making like uh, they wanted them to make like an audition tape and bring them in for like tryouts and all that stuff. It's fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think anything became of it, you know. <laughs> no, tout died. No. They never brought any. I don't of those- think it died. I honest to god, I think it's still around. I think just nobody fucking uses it. The recruits. Um, it was that shit up. It was founded in 2010. Tell me, it got bought out. WWE invested five million dollars in 2012. Shocker. And it dissolved in 2019. Okay. Yep, well, that's what happens when you get in bed with WWE. Oh, Brock, Brock Lesnar used it to uh, announce his kayfabe retirement in 2012. Yo, oh, man, yeah. He probably was to use that fucking app. Right. How pissed off he was. <laughs> you want me to use what? Thing? You know, hey, Vince, hold my phone. Vince probably gave him a million, do- a million dollars to use it. Yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, fucking Vince gives money out to bitches. I mean, he's giving money out left and right. He don't give a shit. Brock, can you film a promo on this? Where's the lens? Did he used to did for a while? He did what? Like a million dollar giveaway or something. Like yeah. oh, Vince. Random numbers and said, Oh, you've won X amount of money and Yeah, I wonder <laughs> how much of the company he embezzled in to get that going. And and then we had that weird segment where the limo blew up. They then have to ask Axe after the Benoit tragedy. You know, yeah. I honestly wonder, did they ever say what the, the payoff was supposed to be with that? Has anybody ever said? Any of the writers? They were going to just write him off television for a while. That was their way of getting him off TV and spinning, oh, what would happen? But they got so much negative backlash from the USA Network that, oh, well, people are calling us thinking you fucking died, homie. Yeah, uh, Donald, Donald okay. Trump thought he had died. That's right, yeah. It was like, yeah, when people oh, like Trump started let, calling. Let, let's... Be real here, like <laughs> intelligence level. <laughs> okay, let's keep it like this. When the USA Network hears the phone call, they're not saying whose IQ level is higher. They're saying, "Oh, Donald Trump, shit, motherfucker." Um, hey, this motherfucker said you dead. You dead? No. Hey, then don't do that shit again. All right. <laughs> I don't remember what the storyline conclusion was gonna be. I just remember 
the the reason they gave us that he didn't really die was he faked his own death to see if people would miss him. Oh, that's right. No. But I don't know if I don't know if it was supposed I mean, to be. Yeah, somebody killed him. Let Let's be real here. Let's be real here. He hasn't been on TV in almost six months now. Mm-hmm. At this point. Does, does anybody miss him? Nope. I didn't miss his ass when he was on TV. The fuck. I mean, after he retired and he had that last segment on SmackDown, like, that was probably the cringiest segment I have seen on WWE TV in a long time. I think that was just because of all the accusation had come to light and he knew knew You know what? (laughs) I haven't even watched his last segment because I wasn't going to give him the satisfaction. So I I just know he was, like, crazy. Like, he just came out and basically was like, thank you, and whapped. He said, like, two words. They made a whole big deal out of it throughout the entire week. Vince McMahon's going to be on SmackDown. Yeah, he said he's going to open SmackDown, says two sentences, and leaves. I think that's why I didn't watch it. I think, like, there was the... Because there was a story that people were afraid that he was going to come out and, like, say something about... That he was going to pull a Donald Trump and, you know, just Let's go. go. Try and clear You know. I have to tell interns to touch their toes for money. Hopefully, you know, I've got to think that somebody got to him and I just said, dude, just don't. Don't say anything that's going to make the company look even worse. Yeah, I bet you what it was is probably a fucking USA executive. Like, uh, whatever you're thinking about, don't. Uh, <laughs> money, money. As Vince would say, it's all about the money. Well, shit, he's um, willing to give it away. So I mean, <laughs> you can give me some. Uh, and finally, uh, from AEW, they finally dropped the interim shit. Only like Thank two months you, too Jesus. late. Jesus, um, so time ago. Yep. It should have happened. It should have happened seventy-six days ago when Tony won it. But uh, Jamie Hader is now an official women's world champion, and they've retroactively made Tony Storm an official women's champion, and they've cut like Rose's reign down to like when it was relinquished. So good, good boy, Tony. Now no more interim shit. Please, motherfucker. And, uh, Tony now has the shortest women's title run out of all of them. It, really? Yeah. Was it yeah. shorter than Nyla? Yeah, she only had it for like just a, a shade over two months. I thought it was like three, but all right. Oh, she won it at the last pay per view. Mm-hmm. It felt like free because she was on TV every week. Yeah, and almost defending nice. it every week. Which again, nice. But um, t- to me, there's no such thing as an interim champion. If you no. win a title, you're champion. If you can't com- if you can't defend it, vacate it. Yeah. Exactly. Like I've I've never understood that. Like when the UFC does it, like it just well, okay, not to not to go into the fence, but as a guy who's participated in that sport, I can understand it to a degree. There are some situations where like it's not a guy who you know it could be something as stupid like a guy misses weight by a pound or two. Yeah, you know what I mean, and because of that, they don't want to do. They have to do a catch weight, and because they technically have to do a catch weight, they can't put the belt on the line. So. They want to give you a title fight anyway, and it's also their fun little way of making a number one contender without saying a number one contender. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can, I can see it in the short term, but it got to the point where we were like, dude, there's no sign of Thunder Rosa coming back. Well, exactly. Stop calling her the women's champion. But I see, that's it, the difference with, with uh, AEWs using it and how the UFC would use it, is that the UFC knew that they could turn around and bring that guy back within a decent amount of time, then yeah. they're interim. If we know you're going to be out longer than, like, two months, motherfucker, you're done. Like, I'm wondering, what's going on with Thunder Rosa? Like, She has got back problems, and I know she's had back problems since Lucha Underground. So, I mean, here's my thing with that. You got and 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 uh, the hardcores understand this. Rings in Mexico fucking suck. Oh yeah, they fucking suck. And the reason why they suck so goddamn much is well, they use boxing rings. And now people ask, what's the difference? Well, the reality is, is every ring is a steel frame. It has two by fours. Uh, I believe like I forget how many sheets of plywood. I want to say like eight. Uh, and then normally like a, a nice like two inch pad and then like a canvas in boxing. Oh, wait, no, hold on. I forgot. There's apparently there are little springs underneath to help with like suspension parts to just like little springs to help connect shit. Give it yeah. a little extra whatever. Uh, -uh, not in fucking boxing. It is a mm -hmm. box of fucking steel with some fucking wood on the bitch and a canvas to be pretty. Like, Triple A just changed their shit. Like, they just changed their shit a few years ago. If everybody, like, looks, if you look at Triple A now, now they got a giant pad. It's because they got a lot of old motherfuckers wrestling. That's what it really is. <laughs> they don't want to kill nobody. But also, like, half the talent wrestles in the U.S. most of the year, and then they come back. Mm-hmm. But the point I'm driving at is she, you know, she goes out to Mexico a lot. She wrestled out there a lot. She's, you know, she went hard for a while. And she's also very, you know, Young into the sport, yeah. But you know, when you fuck up your back, dude, you fuck up your back, and there's not a lot of coming back from it. And I mean, you deal with those problems for a while. Yeah, uh, I don't think she's been the same since that cage match. No, that probably really fucked her up. So, thank thankfully things are right. Hopefully, TK learns from this. Um, because he didn't do the same thing with the trios title. He's just like the elite is suspended, so we're going to crown new champions. Okay. Well, I think I with that, the, the issue was you didn't know when they were coming going to be coming back. You know, yeah, if, he, the whole and, suspended it definitely. I dig that. I guess you he know, knew Punk wasn't coming back then. Yeah, he knew. <laughs> that motherfucker knew. I, I think we, we all knew that it wasn't going to happen, that Punk's done. He's not coming back. You know, when people think he is... It's 2014 WWE all over again. Like he's done. Well, okay, let's. But uh, I, I know we're like fucking swimming all over the place. But just to be real on that topic for a second, if that was anybody else, if that was any other motherfucking wrestler on the planet, they would have gotten fired yep. the same day, and nobody would have asked questions. Nobody would have said something. Nobody would have said, oh, well, can he have his peace? And, oh, well, he feels this and that. But no, because the people have this negative narrative. There's or at least like a good chunk of these fucking marks or whatever got this negative narrative of the Bucks and Kenny Omega and the elite. Oh, they got to side with Punk and Punk's the savior and Punk's the this. That dude literally went out there and shat on his boss. Right. Well, his boss is right next to him. Exactly. Who I have never in a million years seen somebody 
Do it right now, Feeney. Do it right now. Shit on your boss right now. See if you don't get fired. <laughs> See if you don't get fired. But that's what I'm saying. That's what, you can't really do that. I mean, I, I understand because of his name. I get that. But then now it's like that's why there was a fucking investigation. If you weren't a name, homie, it's a, you're gone. Yeah. You wouldn't have fired. Look on Tony's face as well when he, when Punk was shitting all over him. He was like, dude, what the hell? Well, yeah. Oh, Tony was like a lost little react? puppy. Terrified to even say anything, wasn't he? You know, it, it, Shit. I think the takeaway for Tony with from that is if that happens again, Tony needs to step up and kind of, you know, have like a more firm hand. Yeah. He needs to call his daddy and say, how do you fucking run a football team? Because this, I don't understand that shit. I don't ever hear about no fucking Jaguar players getting out of hand. I heard about a coach getting out of hand and fucking Papa Khan said, no, fuck on. You're out of here. You're gone. Like He was on, okay, he was an EVP, not the owner. But you know, if Cody was like sat right next to Punk at the time and Punk was running his mouth like that, Cody would have gone, hey, hey, Phil, come on. Oh, yeah, he would have jumped dead ass in front of that microphone. You're a million percent on that. Cody would not stand for that shit. No. TK just like. And I'll tell you, like, the look at <laughs> that fucking say, oh, 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 this is awkward. <laughs> like, oh, hell I mean, yeah, if the guy wasn't fucking eating, I would have been afraid to get a punch from him, too. Shit. Mm. That's, why I'm, that's why I'm not surprised Tony didn't act. But again, I, I, at the same time, it, it was a super bad management decision to yeah. not do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then again. It got spun so weirdly because of the negative narrative towards the elite. Because the fact of the matter is, is these guys are the hottest motherfucking thing out there because they're just the hottest fucking thing out there, but nobody likes them because well, the, they hear from other people to not like them. The dirt sheets really didn't help when they kept spinning different stories about how the fight happened. Yeah, yeah you know, somebody kicked Larry the dog. Oh, he got hit with a door. So I was like, God damn, yeah. no, not goddamn Larry shit. Like, there was the one that, like, one of the Bucks kicked the door down. Who really think was, Matt or Nick Jackson are going to kick down a door that they even could? You've seen was, how many super exactly, kicks they hit in a match, right? That's exactly <laughs> what I was just saying, the same bit, too. I was, other than making the joke that I would, oh, them good Christian boys would never. In all reality, them motherfuckers are going to kick a door in. They're going to kick a stadium door in. They probably can't even kick their, their fucking daughter's bedroom door in, for fuck's sake. And I love the Bucks. I'm not shitting on them. I'm just saying they ain't got that kind of leg power. The fuck? And Kenny was half injured. Oh yeah, fucking Kenny's over here. Probably the whole room spinning. He don't even know what door he's kicking. He's kicking the bathroom door. <laughs> and we all know CM Punk is a hothead. And yeah. CM, I'll tell you this, CM Punk only cares about CM Punk. CM Punk. That's why he was over there running his mouth on that fucking MMA content. Oh, you know what I mean? In a locker room, I'm bad news. Bro, then why do you think that they fucking retaliated? Did you really think that they weren't going to do this shit? In his AEW run, who did he really get over? Who was MJF. Better? Who was better at having, you know, worked with him? MJF. That's the only example I can give you because it's the only one that's true. That is it, though. Did he do Darby any favors? No. 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 MJF was already over as fuck. Yes, yes, but but be honest with yourself. He got a lot, a lot more recognition because of this feud. A lot more. He went from being the guy that got mid over to the point of social media fame to 
he spun even the E fans because Punk made him look good. But again, that's one guy. And how long was he in this company? A year. A year. He was a two-time champion and put over one guy in a fucking year. CM Punk should have stayed retired. I think MJ. This rivalry, wasn't it? One more time. I think uh, MJF was Punk's longest rivalry, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Longest, most meaningful, the whole nine. The rest of you just uh, build up to the pay-per-view, have one match with them, beat them, and then move on to the next. Yep. That was it. That was that was what Punk was. The only thing that had any real meat on the bone, if you will, was his thing with MJF. Yeah. And, yes, it helped MJF get bigger, absolutely. But as my man just pointed out, the guy was already on top as it was. He was already on fire. That only just helped him get more elevated. And then well, he continued to elevate himself. I just remembered MJF getting Travis into the, the news. Uh, That's news right. When <laughs> uh, Travis just had his little girl and he said, oh, my inner circle. And MJF just said, oh, you got a fugly ass baby. <laughs> that shit was great. <laughs> Best Still deal that. going. <laughs> and the, you know the greatest thing, like MJF's theme, and I, you know it is the douchiest sounding theme song in the world. And the best part is, like, even, let's say even if MJF, I mean, he's not going to, but let's say hypothetically he does jump ship to the E, he can legally use the same theme song. AEW didn't write that. It is an open source, royalty free theme song that you can find on YouTube. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> well, not only that, he's friends with the band. It it works for him. Like it works for him. It it's so generic, but his personality is like a hundred times bigger than the theme. So Facts. as soon as that generic music hits, people lose their shit. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. MJF is this generation's Steve Austin. Yeah. This generation's... Very much a heel. Like, each generation has their guy. He might just be our generation's guy. At least one of them. At least one of them. And right now, I mean, I love that Stone Cold comparison. I do. I feel he's, he's that guy. Well, no, I mean, not, like, not had, totally, but you had, Flair, <laughs> you had Ric Flair in the 80s. You had Stone Cold in the 90s. Yeah. You had John Cena in the early 2000s. Right now, you got to think two of the biggest names in professional wrestling. Roman Reigns and MJF. There's no lies on that one. None. And if the wrestling gods ever were kind to us and we got you know a cross promotional kind of thing going on i would just want to see a promo with roman and mjf because i feel like that would be entertaining as hell absolutely especially now roman can cut a promo yes and throw and and throw paul Heyman in there too because you know dude can cut a promo paul Heyman in a ring with mjf and two live microphones jeez (laughs) <laughs> but it needs to be in AEW because you know There's that's too many F bombs. It's not gonna be a PG promo. No, and that's exactly what we need. Damn it! And then you yeah. add Mox in there. Geez, the sensor he, button's broke. If it's in the E, you just know what the outcome will be. 
and uh, and no pizza cutters. Yeah, you're gonna censor <laughs> yourself. Kiss and my. I, I will say this, you know. The uh, the Ring of Honor title match that that we got at uh, at Full Gear, which amazing match, absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. You know, people are shocked Jericho didn't drop the title. Well, let's think about it. There's a Ring of Honor pro, uh, pay-per-view in, what, three weeks? Three, yeah. four weeks? Yeah. He's not going to drop the title before that show. He's not. Not that close to it, no. I mean, if anything, I think he's going to drop it at the Ring of Honor show. That's a good idea. And honestly, I would not be shocked if we get Guevara versus Jericho at the pay-per-view. I think they're leaning more towards Claudio, but I mean, I could, I could totally see Sammy. I mean, I, I thought Sammy looked like a million bucks in that match. Oh, absolutely. I think they need to book some matches because right now there's nothing on the on the show. No. All we got is Samoa Joe on the poster. <laughs> Something tells me maybe like Rocky Romero against Danny Garcia. Seeing a lot of Rocky. Hell. Maybe give oh, us yeah. a Danhausen because you know who 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 doesn't love that Danhausen? That's See, awesome. I was looking at um, Death Before Dishonor, and obviously there wasn't a single AWP uh, title on the line because it was all about Ring of Honor, and they somehow still managed to pull out eleven matches. And you know what? Damn it! Give us give us the uh, give us FTR versus the Briscoes again. Oh Please. yeah, they cannot have a bad match. No, it'd be too fun. All right. So, um, moving on, it almost seems like asking if grass is green at this point, but it's time to find out who the group MVP is. Drum roll, please. Drum roll, we already please. know. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, we did see some traffic a couple weeks ago, but damn. In third place, the lawyer, Chad Malcolm. In second place, the Phoenix. And still, your group MVP in first place is Travis the Walker Anderson. I ain't got nothing better to do. Shit. What's it at least close? You really want me to say? No, don't don't Does embarrass he need me. To? Does he need uh, to? I, I, I've got to because... Okay, Chad... Not- 11 posts, 9 comments. Phoenix, 17 posts, 13 comments. Travis, 163 posts and 44 comments. Now, bear in mind, this is only the last 28 days that, that are counted. Nobody's catching him, are they? <laughs> <laughs> you got to post like six times a day, partner. Yeah, he's uh, on day... But wait a minute. Where is, the, where is the fucking title? Group MVP. Um... Day 462 Jesus. as group MVP. Um, I, I don't I don't know what to do anymore. I pushed and I pushed people to interact and just look at that gap. <laughs> gap is gigantic. You know, people, it, it's like the he's like the Roman Reigns of the of the group. Like no but nobody's nobody's taking it from him. It's no, just nobody, not, nobody even comes close. Um, no. People, you you just need to post. You need to comment every single day. I don't care if it's clickbait. I don't care if it's fake news. If it's memes. I don't care if it's Jim Cornette yelling at a cloud. Just post comments if you ever want to be MVP. 
Like post something, make a comment, and then reply to yourself. He he even gave everybody a chance. He went quiet for like two weeks. Oh, Argue, start an argument with yourself. <laughs> oh yeah, start, there you go. Let's go with that one. There was also that time where Facebook thought he was spamming the group, and they oh, automatically right. like not suspended him, but they they muted him. They muted awesome. him, so he could only post like every so often, and he still won. Glorious baby, man. Um. So from that bit of news to something that I'm sure is going to make headlines now, it is time for a promo exhibition. And the gloves are off, I'm afraid, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for DC versus Mike Larkin. Um, any Anything you want to say to preview this? <laughs> I'll let my words for themselves. <laughs> All right, let's get to going. Um, pick up the mic. I shit anymore you know the p and mwp stands for podcast but nowadays it stands for promotion you become the one thing that you've always hated sports entertainment daniel crimmins this is the turf that you want to protect this is the hill that you're willing to die on you want to shoot you want to come knock at my door well you may not like what's on the other side let's shoot Congratulations, Max Wrestling fans. This is probably going to be the most real and articulate promo on this show in a world filled of cosplayers, role players, and wannabes. Now, don't get it twisted. Max Wrestling has a special place in my heart. But when you're someone of my caliber who's leveled up, well, I figured I'd come back and do some charity work. So let's see if I remember how to do this. 
Hey, Daniel Crimmins, you big-chinned, head-lice, cottage-cheese-ass dipshit. How are you? Sure as hell not better than me. Daniel, I find it admirable yet comical that you've risen up to the challenge. Because let's be honest, you've never really risen up to anything in your life. Now, have you, Daniel? <laughs> Toughen up that little problem of yours. Daniel, I used to be just like you. Insecure, stuck in the inner sanctum of my mind, hounded by my nightmares and haunted by my dreams. But then one day I looked in the mirror. I remembered who I am and what I am, and that simply is a prick. I'm a prick. I'm a self-absorbed, narcissistic prick. I'm a slithering snake with the strongest of venom, and I'm going to watch each and every one of you burn in my light. You're shoulda, coulda, woulda. I'm a doer, sayer, and go-getter, and there's no doubt, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that I'm the most articulate, eloquent, and intelligent son of a bitch to ever step foot on God's green earth. Daniel? You've once called yourself the best baby face in the business. You love these people? I loathe these people. These people turn their back on me. Why? Because I work with some of the hottest women ever in lingerie fighting championships, and I'm on fucking Roku? Why? Because I work with the fastest rising women's promotion in Capital Championship Wrestling? Because I actually want to make money because this show doesn't pay my bills? What am I supposed to apologize for that? I don't need to apologize for the opportunities that I've gotten. I don't need to apologize for the achievements that I've had. I don't even need to apologize for my attitude. Why? I've earned my attitude. I'm not a joke. I'm not a footnote. I'm not a stepping stone. And Daniel Crimmins, if you want to use me as a stepping stone, you better step hard. You stupid, pudgy little man. Go cry in the corner like the bitch that you are because the grown-up needs to finish talking. Don't you ever come at me like this again. Know your fucking place. Shut the fuck up. And go away. It's not cockiness. It's confidence. Well, I'm done with you, idiots. You don't deserve my talents anyway. And if any of you Chuckle fucks have a problem with me or anything that I've just said. You can fuck around and find out what she said. My name is Mike Larkin. I am the podcast machine. And this is my pleasure. But most importantly, it's your honor. Fuck this show. In case I don't see ya. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. situation here, if I may. <clears throat> Hello, Michael Chuck. It's been a bit. 
Been a bit indeed, hadn't it? So here we are. Your grand and glorious return to the world of promos. Something you've been dying for for, for a bit now. Oh, no one wanted it. Nobody wanted to, uh, to go out. Why? Maybe nobody saw the value. Maybe nobody wanted the hassle that comes with a promo with you. I don't know. Who knows why anybody does anything anymore. So, why me? Honestly, I was bored. I was bored. Eh, I figured, eh, something to do. You know, worked with everybody else I wanted to. So, figure, hey, why not you? And I hear you didn't take kindly to being called Michael Chuck. Like I care. But a couple things you said I found quite interesting. Quite interesting indeed. For example, you, you, you found it disrespectful that I were to call out one of the great promo champions. Ah, la, la. Whoop-dee-fucking-do. You see, Mike, it's really very, very simple. And I'll, I'll explain it really, really slowly so that even an idiot could understand it. You see, I acknowledge that titles, be it the promo title, world title, television title, whatever, to me, don't mean jack shit. They're artificial things that don't mean anything on the internet. They don't mean anything in real life. They don't put food on my table. They don't put money in my bank accounts. They aren't things that I can look at. They don't matter. So you call yourself one of the greatest promo champions. If that's what you need to get by, okay. But let's also look at what else is at hand here. Your grand return to competition. Because I'm the only one. Maybe you were holding out for Moses. Nah, not gonna happen. Dazzy. Yeah, not gonna happen. Nobody else. Travis. No, none of them wanted anything to do with the bullshit. And you see, you bring a lot of bullshit. You cause a lot of bullshit. You're a manipulator. You, you, you like to stir the pot. You like to see how... You like to little start little fires here. And then stand back and 
watch how it, how it reacts. See, I didn't see that. You played me, and kudos to you. I also want to point out that after I made the challenge and I, I said what I said, you went running to other people. You went running to other people complaining that somebody called you out. Interesting. Interesting that you didn't have the nerve or the huevos, the, the cojones, the balls, whatever you want to call it. You didn't have the intestinal fortitude to come to me with a man. You didn't have the, the respect to come to me and say, hey, didn't appreciate what you said. Would that have changed anything? Because, eh. you see, it's really quite simple. I'm at a point in life where I don't care what people think. You like me? Cool. If not, whatever. I'm going to do what I want to do. And damn everybody else. You see, I don't need the approval of other people. I don't need other people to give me a little pat on the and say, Oh, good boy. Oh, hey, we need you. I, I don't need people's approval. You do. How many times did you threaten to leave the Max podcast? How many times? You know, 10, 20,000 times? And I said, oh, hey, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. And finally you did. I even told you numerous times, if you're not happy, stop doing it. And yet you still watch the product. You still complain about it. Okay. Fine. Whatever. You let it get to you. You need that validation. And they're not playing into it. You, they want to play into it? Cool, fine, whatever. But you see, here's the thing. If you're not offering a solution, you're part of your own problem. Just cut ties walk away. Simple, really. And then the responses to this challenge. You're trying to steal my own shtick. You're trying to steal my gimmick whatever they say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery or however it's word i really don't care cool you see you in order to cut a decent promo you need the bells and whistles you need the the rigmarole you need you need all of it i don't i couldn't give two shits about titles. I couldn't give two shits about promos. I say what I say, and then I'm done. I'm done with it. I walk away. Because I don't need this. I don't need the validation. I don't need the adulation from people. See, to me, it was all just fun. It was something to do. It was something that I used to pass time. And okay. So I thought this would be fun. 
Now I'm sitting here at almost midnight cutting this. Am I rambling? Sure. But you know what? At the same time, Mike, I brought you back. Much as you brought me back. Do I give a shit what you have to say? No. Do I give a shit what anybody has to say? No. Because at the end of the day, I'm worried about this guy right here. The one person who will not let me down. I don't need to be loved. I don't need to be wanted. I mean, sure, it's great to have that. But you, you need that. You need to be loved. You need to be wanted by them. And you wanted to come back, and they don't need you. They realize, hey, we, we got a good thing going. I don't need you. I don't need them. And got my own thing. And I don't need any special effects. I don't need any cinematic bullshit. You do. See, I can get my point across. Pretty simply. And... My point here... And I'm getting to, to my final point. And I will just say this. To paraphrase a movie, one of my favorite movies, American History Acts... If you can't find the, the words to end something, use a quote. Find someone who has said it better and borrow their words. So to paraphrase one of the greatest professional wrestlers of this generation, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, Mike, I'm better than you, and you know it. Hmm. Well... Um, it's almost time for our closing segment and the main event, but we just want to take a second to thank you all for joining us here for promo series. And although the Rumble is coming in January, our next special event is, of course, the Maxis Awards 2022. This year, we're waiting until the 11th hour, quite literally, as the Maxis takes place on New Year's Eve. We will award the best and worst of 2022 plus you get to vote on certain matches. For more information, go to maxwrestling.net slash maxis2022. And voting will open next week. Next week, goddammit. All right. Um, I actually don't know who he's going to pick this week, but let's find out who's the geek of the week. Over to Moses. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy proceed. He's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil-neck geek. Pencil-neck geek. All right, so Geek of the Week was totally up in the air until my man DC absolutely reignited the brain cells. And just to continue to piss off the city of Chicago and the punk lovers, 
week of the geek of the week is CM Punk because you know all of a sudden you go back to your MMA shows and you're talking shit on the pro wrestling life when people when the reality is is you should just keep talking shit on your own fucking MMA career. You were the goddamn dad that did weekend jujitsu, got in there and got beat up by motherfucking nobodies wrestling out of strip clubs, homie. Twice. Twice, Twice. Jack. Twice. Twice. Lord have mercy. Only reason he even got a even a look in the UFC was because of his name. Sad but true. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he got his ass handed to him. Twice. Twice. Um, so from negative to positive, it's time for the bestler of the week. Uh, I didn't have a clue who to pick until I realized they don't necessarily have to have wrestled this week. Um, so I'm giving it to somebody who in two shows, so like the end of one show to the beginning of another, went from beloved wrestling royalty to most hated man in the room, and that is the legend that is Sir William Regal. God, fucking, like, he is the best. He's oh, so good. Best. best villain. Jesus. Not 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 just best heel, just like best villain. The fact that that man was never world champion is a yeah. crime. Yeah. One I don't those, even care where it was. He should have been a world champion somewhere. He's one of those people you just love to hate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's also one of those people you love to respect. Mm. Facts. It's hard not to respect him. Yeah, you can't not respect William Regal. Like, there are some people that just get it. Yeah. And, like, uh, if you've never listened to his podcast, it's fantastic. Oh, Lord Regal. I mean, his commentary is entertaining enough. <laughs> you know, you think you, know, you think his commentary is entertaining? Right, no, right. For real, listen, one of them shows. Them shows is gold. Gold. If he's a heel now, I guess we're not going to get those nice little interactions with uh, Tony. A man with mask. I mean, you're going to be a dickhead on commentary. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Almost time for the world title, um, but we're going to close out the show first. Um, So we still don't know what happened in a TV triathlon, but we'll try to find out. Um, So we're going to leave you with the epic cinematic match as I defend the world title against the lawyer and the walker. But thank you for spending your Thursday with us on this auspicious occasion for Promo Series 7. Here's the socials again. You can find us on the evil Twitter machine. It, it is an evil Twitter machine now. Mm-hmm. At Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain 512 and at SMRPodNet. Check out the website MaxRussin.net and don't forget to hit the sub or the follow button on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the socials. And our special guest this week, of course, DC, Daniel Crimmins, and the Phoenix. And also, just want to remind people, Promo Media main event. Oh, yeah. Called your shot. It's been built for, well, by the time we get there, it will have been built for a whole year. Never been done before. Um, Well, what? (laughs) So it goes better than my match with it. (laughs) Right. It'll go. <laughs> Don't you trip, Tater Chan. 
Okay, before we go anywhere, it's time for the A to B of the Retro Rewind. So listen up, you pencil neck geeks. This is what Moses has for you this week. SMR Podcast Network. You should be listening. That's right. So check this out. You all know the Gimmerick. Uh, still currently on hiatus. We're waiting until after Thanksgiving break for things to get more better. Uh, but in the meantime, you can definitely catch me on TikTok, Max Wrestling UK. Hit that right there. We're still heading towards 1,200. We're getting closer to 19, though. I mean, sorry, yeah, we're closer to 18. We're getting closer to it, though. Get up on there. We're about uh, only about 10 or 12 away. We're getting there, though. So let's get on that. Let's get interactive. Uh, you already know the stuff. Tag me in some videos. You need me to see. Comment. Twitch the whole nine yards. Speaking of Twitch. I was supposed to say Stitch, but speaking of Twitch, uh, Big Mo 2425, getting on that. Uh, as of right now, the schedule is wonky, but playing uh, some college football revamped straight PC game. Uh, and then for the boring people out there, a whole lot of Call of Duty. So make sure you're following twitch.tv, Big Mo 2425, and possible streaming for the fucking Survivor Series. We don't know yet. Yeah, it will be. We'll we'll be do. We'll try and do something. There we go. Um, Phoenix, Beer, and Chad and I will all be in the same room either way. So we'll try and stream something. Um, and as Mickey Rourke and the wrestler would say, call to duty or call. What was it for? Who's it? Who's it called? He's like, oh yeah, call for duty. Call to duty. No, it's called of duty. Call up. Oh, okay, call of duty. Oh, okay. Great movie. Um, with that said. Join us next week for reactions to Survivor Series. Um, for December 1st, Christmas officially begins. And for the fallout to this epic main event, which we're going to leave you with right now. You've been watching the Cap and Mo and DC and the Phoenix. Goodbye. And good night. Is she already, JDF? Every man, woman, and child in this old land that you're back. That's the people of Wales. My people. Our people. Feel their breath quickening. Hear their blood drumming in your ears. Pounding through your heart. Bursting through your chest. That's the blood of Wales. My blood. Red as the ancient book of dreams. Red as the rising flag of Methuen. Red as the Great Wall of Gwalia. Red as the 11 shirts on the race course pitch. Because that's what we carry with us, boy, back.
it's there in your chest it's there at your back it's there at your side this is a land built on rebellion a land built on national pride on songs and a song can be a very powerful thing the words of a song can stand the test of time pass through generation to generation and still possess the same fire as the man who first held the pencil and put those words to paper can you feel the fire burning in the belly of the beast can you smell the smoke escaping its blade nostrils fly with me boys on the wings of the dragon king because this Specifically, this is World's End. Conveniently named because one way or another, this ends here. Dare you step on this land. Because no matter what you bring with you, we're still here. Ama Ohid. Ama Ohid. One is the kind that dream and fail. The other is the kind that dream and do nothing. But then, there is the one that dreams and succeeds. Because this is Promo Series 7, Rising Storm, and I am the storm. And I will be the one to succeed and walk out of promo series as your new world champion. So it begins. Booroglau have you. Booroglau. going on you have been betrayed cypher has played his hand and now the jury has fallen but what am i doing here fire can't kill a dragon you are not dead but your vision is the jury was weak and must be allowed to die you want me to sacrifice chad right after losing cory no not chad 
but something else. Where am I? Oh, North Carolina. Corey, Corey, what are you doing? You're supposed to be one of us. You are supposed to be my client. Look at everything I've done for you. I've got you two championship matches against Moses. Y'all did, but they showed me another way, a stronger way. What, so now it's two on one? Now you know how it feels. It looks like the jury is out. The title, you want me to sacrifice the championship? You need it no longer. You have achieved great things as the world champion. The longest reigning in match wrestling history. Now it is time for bigger things. Let the jury be buried. The House of Ashes has evolved into the modern day outlaws. If they have evolved, so must you. Evolve how? I'm losing everything. Have you not been saying these many months that a storm is rising? It's time to unleash it. Here is your winner and Max Wrestling World Champion Travis The Water Anderson. It is time to rebuild. How? Chad was our last hope. No. There is another. Before you return, you will need this. I told you all a few weeks ago on the 400th episode that I, Travis the Walker Anderson, would be ushering in this new era of Max Wrestling as your world champion. And I'm going to do so with my brother by my side as the new Max Wrestling TV champion. Wait, what? Oh, what the? yourself he's not on his own yet. you're already finished lawyer the lines have been drawn but we got some celebrating to do so I'll let a common friend finish you all off 
believe you have something of mine. Come and get it. And something tells me you stopped being worthy a long time ago. Seven seas. 